0: It's green for go, they're racing He says go, he says ta And Tiger Tara rolls away from them on the home turn Here comes another big boil over Equine athletics is about its best The king is in the castle once more This is in one race, the rest are almost in another post She is a star with a capital S It's going to be a triple treat, a miracle three-peat Ladies and gentlemen, you have witnessed history here at Menangle What about that? It's getting right up on the sprint lane and it's going to bolt in
1: Hello, welcome to another episode of the Sprint Lane Live Show. Paul Cochran with you, Jess Watkins, Freddie Hastings. G'day guys.
2: Hey Paul, hey Fred.
1: Jess, Paul, uh, good to be back. That opener, opener, it's all about the highlights of racing and this weekend a whole new chapter takes place in a whole new uh, area which is just Harness Racing Heartland, Bathurst and that's what we're going to pour some time into today.
2: Yeah, it really is harness racing heartland. You've got some of the biggest names in the sport. Of course, the Turnbulls and Hewitts spring to mind and the juveniles really come to the fore and I can't wait for this Saturday night.
0: Speaking of juveniles, there's a little a little birdie told me that uh, a juvenile was acquired yes. uh, by one Jay Watkins <laughs> over the weekend at the sales. so. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you
2: very much. Yes, I bought another one and got sucked in again. No, he's a nice (laughs) little colt. He's a half brother to Timmy Richter. So, no surprise in who I'll be cheering for this Saturday night in the final.
0: I had a good sale, you know, Paul. Uh, I was talking to Danny Dwyer yesterday, and uh, I believe the uh, clearance rate was around the 70%. Mark, which is pretty good. Uh, The the top lot was uh, just under 50 large. Uh, I think the average, I think Danny said, was about 12 or or thereabouts. Um, And a terrific sale, all in all. So well done to all all involved, and especially to you, Jess. You're part (laughs) of that. You're part of that uh, average clearance. That's it. This was. Is this what you were playing on the drive home?
2: When I grow up, I want a pony. <laughs> I'm gonna a <laughs> Well, that's my fourth one know. now, so but I don't know if it was a pony or multiple. But
0: we'll be cheering the fact that you don't have to wait as long for a win with this uh, well, with this youngster. Let's, sp- let's sp-
2: keep the fingers Casey crossed. Casey Chambers
0: on the Spotify coming
2: yeah, home. Very good. When I grow up, <laughs> I want a pony. Um,
1: Hey, uh, it's been a real good week. Last Tuesday, when we when we're here, we wish Colin Watts a happy birthday. Oh, really fortunate; I got to spend some time with a great man in, in the stables. Uh, we did a little bit of content for Harness Racing New South Wales social media. Uh, what a gentleman! Yeah. And you know, and look, his mobility is not what he'd like it to be, but he carries on. Um, and he's he sort of had the the walking assist frame um his sons were there The the love and energy and the respect around the stables i went around to a few of the guys uh and said oh colin watts is there and they said what well, young colin And i said because his son's obviously named yep, colin yep. as well as well our racing chaplain and um no no old old colin the great man oh really and you could see even the the young guys sort of pair up you know jared alchin's um karen hart i mentioned it too and Will Rickson, obviously, I said, Will, and he goes, oh, I know, Colin, he says, yeah, I'm going to go over and say hello to him, and I said, well, you and your dad, your granddad would have had a bit to do with each other, obviously, and he's like, yep, he said, they were, you know, they had a lot to do with each other, and he said he was great, and he said, I remember talking to him at, at granddad's funeral, and that's how he went over and, and, and mm. spent some time with him, so, yeah, the respect even among, you know, it's not even next generation, it's generations on, it's, since Colin yeah, was, right, yeah. um, yeah, they know their Harness Racing history. They, they were respectful, went over and gave him some time to celebrate his 96th birthday. Great effort.
2: Yeah, it was a great day for Colin. It was great to see him here and Colin Bromack fought on gamely to run run second, so yeah. a great day out for him. But just to, great to see him back at the track and yeah, celebrating a, a special occasion.
0: Truly wonderful man, Jess, and uh, I you know, I, I thought gee, come on. I was cheering for Colin Bromack with about 150 to go. Uh, but he ran second, ran a nice race for Colin, but you know, what one thing you touched on there, Paul, is the the acknowledgement of the history within our sport. Yeah. Um generational, you know, the generation, generation. And um, I think that's one thing we do really well in our sport. We pay tribute to our, our you know former greats through races that are run here, not just the horses, such as, you know, Honde, and Parfait, Sadio, Sibelia, all those, Robin Dundee, where we have races named after those great horses. We also acknowledge the great... Drivers and trainers Tribute of yesteryear, yep. uh, you know, and, and Colin, and, and, and an administrator to too, you know, spent a lot of time. Well, he did. He was a, yeah, a, an admin uh,
1: arm of the of the business. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I said to him, um, and I, we won't go on about it too much, but I, I said to him, "Oh, you know, how do you think you go out here on the track?" And he, you know, he, he was very much oh, I'm a Harold Park man. But he, but he said, um, "I said these young guys, you know, got some serious talent." He was certainly a little bit in awe of the the, the current crop of. Amazing talent that we've got. Uh, made special mention of Luke McCarthy. He, he certainly admired how Luke goes about his work. Uh, he thought Anthony Butt was a was it was someone with serious skill in our game. So, uh, but but one thing he said, and it was very obvious in the chat with him, was he watches all our product. <laughs> Racing's on. He's got it on. He's still absorbing it. Still loves it for the pure nature of the sport Fantastic. and the you know, the purity of it, which um which we love and you know and, and that's one thing that we've we've said a lot of you know. Obviously, we're, we're a, a sport which has got a wagering um, wagering arm aligned to it, but it's still a sport that people can absorb and, you know, and really take in, Jess.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's right. I think from no matter how young you are to how old you are, you can still be enjoying harness racing, and Colin's a testament to that. He's yep, been involved his entire life, and he still thrives on the harness racing product well, that well, we have today.
1: Well, speaking of something that we were – we were wrapped in, we didn't have a bed in, we didn't have an investment in, we just stood around and watched Luck and Var Art go <laughs> around at Yonkers. Yeah, um, right. yeah, it was cool, wasn't it? Like, we were standing there watching a, a horse that, you know, we've sort of seen up close and personal enough and, you know, and, and Freddie, you've called. Caught him, Chariots. Called, yeah, Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah, just fantastic to stand around and watch something, you
0: know, Literally 10 on the minutes. other side of the world. Oh. Ten, twenty minutes ago, before we went on air. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just for those who who you know will have not yet caught up. Yep, Lock and Artie he is he's known affectionately. Yeah. He won a, a race which is a a, a heat of a, what they call the Borgata series, and uh, probably the fairest way to describe it. From what I can understand, it's a little bit like the Inner Dominion. Only it's run over five consecutive uh, weeks of heats. Culminating in the top point scorers uh, earning uh, a spot in the, an eight-horse final. The finals worth six hundred thousand US, and uh, certainly Lock and Varad off to a flyer in that series for the Tritons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was it was cool, and you know to be able to that's technology and, and everything to be able to
1: us to stand here and tune that in on your iPad, Fred. It was uh, it was really cool. Hey, we've had a big week, and we have got an even bigger bigger week ahead. Let's get into it, eh? All right, uh, we had the Go Girlfriend final um, here at Menangle Saturday night, Jess. Um, that grimson heart combination is just lethal. Absolutely, <laughs> they are. Uh, won it with Joe and Joe, uh, and then we saw. So we saw about time come out and put up a serious time to open that car, 149.3. and then it ended with uh, one of our favourites on this show, Tay Tay, and one fifty point three. So yeah, great night of. Of racing all round but for that Grimson heart combination really delivered
2: yeah fantastic night at the office for Cam and Jason and about time was ultra impressive going 149 and three what a way to open Serious the card that night absolutely I think he can go into much bigger targets as he comes up with them but Joe and Joe as well the way she was able to win that go girlfriend series she was forced to sit without cover and it really didn't phase her at all. She just kept powering to the line and kept spacing her rivals. And then, of course, Tay Tay, we love her. We're a fan favourite of her, aren't we? And she <laughs> shook off rivals with ease. Oh, well, wow. well
0: Tay Tay, we talk about the carousel. All four, the first four place getters often bring it up. First four place getters in last year's carousel, they all went around here on Saturday and. Uh, of the of those Tay was a victor um heaven on high ran second and uh, unfazed ran fourth in his race and and port au prince fifth so uh, the four yeah. top four place getters oh, in last year's carousel you, you keep
1: saying that carousel form stands oh, up held so, up yeah. Look at like yep.
0: like Tay Tay just on a, on her own has just been a, a, an amazing uh, f- mayor. Well, you,
1: you just mentioned Heaven on High, I ran second um, in the fourth heat of the Autumn Gift. So we had uh, I'm Bruce Almighty for Scotty Hewitt, Blazing Banner for Brad Hewitt, and Double Act for David Morris, all, all one heat to that Autumn Gift. Uh, your horse, Freddie, just a quick reflection, uh, yep. running second in you
0: that. Ran second to Double Act. Um, if, you, if you look at the week before when Heaven on High beat Double Act, uh, the barriers were more or less reversed and Heaven on high from barrier one was too good. This time round, uh, Double act drew three, made a huge difference. Our horse was out in nine, uh, and he's not a death seat horse. Uh, spoke to David Thorne and, and Blake Fitzpatrick, and they just said, look, he's not a death seat horse, but he was. He, it's just where he had to be from, from the draw rather than go back. Um, he's come up with a nice draw in the final on Friday night. Um, he draws, I think it was four. Uh, he'll come out of three if the emergency doesn't gain a start, and that, that's going to be a, a lot better. It's more his go. Um, I, you'll see, you know, heaven on high, I quit himself well. But uh, not only those three that you mentioned, but Lockheel and Will Rickson, that was a nice... So he, he's a, he's not a bad little... He's a bit underestimated Lockheel at times, I yeah. think. And he hit the line really good.
2: A superb drive from Will there mm, as well. I think he was five fence at one point down the back and managed to get off just at the right time and came with one run at them. And it, it, it proved the winning move.
0: I, I spoke to Will on Sunday on radio and he, he actually said he was a bit concerned he may have, you know... Gone the wrong way when he went back inside, but he got to the outside and the horse did the rest. And um, tell you what, we talk about it nearly every week, Paul. But geez, Will's driving in, in good heart at the moment. Could and be easier, he's, right? he's number three, he's, he's third on the state premiership for drivers at the moment. Yeah, could be easier. You know, we sometimes that, you know, whether it's horses or athletes in other
1: sports, that breakthrough moment mm. comes and then we just see him surge. You get, Will Rickson's got that.
0: It feels like there's a little bit of that about Will. He's getting more, sa- and he acknowledged this on Sunday on radio, he said he's getting more Saturday drives, but better, not just more, yeah. but better quality Saturday drives. Yeah. And that that's yeah. you know, it's all the drivers, uh, you know, they all look for those better drives, and in particular at the better meetings, and Will's just starting to come into his own. hes We talked about Seton Grimer last week being an improver and how his patience has started to, to shine through. Will is another who's just, that maturity is really clicking in for him now, and co- and with that comes confidence too. Yes, and when your confidence is up, you
1: can make clear decisions. Yep. you know, and back your decisions and, and be authoritative on the track. And I think that makes a, a huge difference for drivers. Um, how you go with your French, Freddie?
0: Uh, not real good. I flunked yeah. French. And That's easy for you to say. <laughs> don't, don't make me <laughs> don't say it three times. That's twice. Back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Two horses with Paris mm. in their
1: names. I uh, got results on Saturday German, night.
0: Uh, what is it, Jermappel? Uh, my name is Wee Wee. Wee oui. Oui,
1: oui. Yeah, yeah. oui Paris. Really? And Paris <laughs> Cave. I don't know a great deal of French. I know Wee Wee. Yes. Wee Wee. Pepe Le Pou.
0: <laughs> Yannick Noah. <Mauer. laughs> I don't know a great <laughs> there deal. A, I, <laughs> there's another tennis player. I won't say his name. <laughs> Henri Leconte. Is that where you're going to go? Yeah. Don't say that twice backwards either, oh, Fred.
1: This is a family I'll, show.
2: Just make a note there on Sweet Paris' win last Tuesday. It was actually Tony Whistle's 100th career hey, training win two. as well. So a special milestone for him. And I know him and his partner, Alison, were out there on track and they were mm, very happy.
1: Very happy. Well, you mentioned uh, Will Ricks and Freddie. Um, mm. So one of those uh, Paris's did uh, get driven by Will. He got a a, um, so he had a meeting double there at Menangle Saturday night. Cam got a double too, Cam Hart, which we you know, sort of take – almost for granted these days, um, Penrith Thursday night, you had Will, you had Cam, and you had Robbie Morris all getting doubles there on Thursday night. So good fantasy points. Mm. Uh, would, went begging because Penrith Not wasn't for even me. in the game. Oh, yeah, oh, they were two. They wasn't in the game. Yeah. Yes. So We've got, got to I've, expand next year. I've had Hub-on messages from people. I had Maddie Young in my team too. And she picked up a,
0: got a winner a win as well yeah. for, for Maddie Roos. No, yeah, for yeah, nothing. Yeah. So, Regal Reggae,
1: she went on, yeah. Yeah, shout out to to, uh, to Maddie for coming to town and, and picking up a winner there. Uh, Jackson Painting, double at Leeton on Tuesday night. Blake Jones and Tommy Gilligan. Tommy Gilligan on A1s, you're all ruined because you took
0: him out of your team. Yeah, I had Fred. him in the team for weeks and I, I pulled him out this week or, or last week and uh, well done to, to, to Tom. Yeah, both got doubles at Wagga on, yeah. on Friday. Um,
1: hey, what about the Isons? Yeah. So I <laughs> had Tamworth on <laughs> Thursday. Yeah, had uh, I don't know, it would have been eight races on the card or something like that. So Tommy won... For Andrew trained two of them. It was just an ice and filler. <laughs> <laughs> an ice it, it and would, a foam. Yeah. 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 They
2: would have been a very happy household on Thursday. I know.
1: Look, you know, we, we kind of, I know that we, we throw away this line a bit, you know, oh, Tommy's the, the mayor of Tamworth and they do so well there, but gee, it stands up and, you know, you, you don't, you, there's a lot of work goes into that. You don't just turn up and take it for granted that you right. win races.
0: Like, you know, so well done. Like, that whole family stable is, uh, that's a serious performance yep absolutely and they, they really shared it around it was a nine race card and uh yeah plenty of winners uh all around for the Isons and uh yeah Tom he's he's driving well but i tell you what I think with uh, more opportunities Molly's got a really good head and I think she'll she'll you know she judges races reads races and I think you'll see Molly uh with experience uh be on footing with uh with Tom and uh, and Sam well you wouldn't think there's much else to go around there with the Ison's
1: filling up, but Gemma Coney did actually, yeah. uh, she actually uh, managed to drive two winners. I spoke to Gemma. Now, the day before, she was coming home from a, from a, a holiday over in Bali for a birthday. So um, she'd been there, she was on a plane. I had to ring her because uh, one thing that we is out and about in the, in the press a little bit at the moment is Gemma Coney and Amanda Turnbull will represent us, New South Wales, at the Australian Female Drivers' Championship. So, you know, testament to what a great year they've had. And um, you know we know Amanda's records, you know, fantastic. But well done, Gemma. Like she mm-hmm. great opportunity, She's great things up there in the Hunter. And yeah, so to give her a call to sort of you know, get a few elements together for the publicity side of things. Uh, and she was on her way back, and and uh, straight away the next day up at Tamworth and driving a double. So yeah, well done. Um, we just mentioned Tommy Ison, a winner at Newcastle on Friday as well, double at Newcastle for Blake Hughes, who had a, a really really good week. Uh, For Blake Hughes And Tommy Callaghan his first winner of the year You know His brother Jack Gets a lot of kudos Around these parts So well done Tommy I think that's his Fourth career winner So um, Yeah well done Good family
2: Well done Tom He's in my fantasy league So that would have been Some nice points there too Good
1: family Well as we said guys um, So much There's been so much Racing going on But really A lot of the the eyeballs Have been on Bathurst And for good reason We've had We had heats of um, We had heats on What was it Monday, we have wen- Wednesday, well, Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday, so Wednesday Friday, Friday, and then Monday. Monday. Yeah, yeah, so, right. so much racing. Well done at the club on, you know, on being able to deliver those race meetings back-to-back like that. That's a, that's a big up. Out- we'll throw in output. the sale on Sunday. And
2: they had the gold crown so ball on Saturday ball? night as yeah, well, yeah. so yeah. it has been full-on for them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, as you said, Freddie, the the clearance rate at the at the sales was good. But what was the atmosphere like there, Jess?
2: The atmosphere was fantastic. It was my first ever Gold Crown sale. I hadn't been before, but there was a lot of members from the local Bathurst community out and enjoying the atmosphere and a great social occasion, of course, like any sales are. But it definitely had a great feel to it, being out there at Bathurst. All right,
1: let's get into the racing side of things there. Um, so, obviously. I'm really super excited about this race meeting on Saturday night, Fred. You're going to be there calling it um, for the coverage. Um, the Gold Crown is one of those race races that, that people sort of pursue when they've got yearlings and say that's a that's a race I want to win. I've got a got a yearling with a little bit of ability. Uh, I'm going to going to pay them up and have them ready. Now it's time for that. I guess that investment, the fruition. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: I mean it's kind of. I know the golden slipper in the Thoroughbred World was run on Saturday last. Uh, This is kind of our golden slipper, you know, when you get these horses only fairly young into the season and they're racing for the prestige of a a race that has really stood up since its inception back in the late 80s. Uh, This is a a terrific race, I think. I've got a few, you know, in terms of the barrier draw, hasn't been kind to some of the horses that I've earmarked early on, um, but it's just an exciting uh, night, as you say, Paul, the fruition of dreams. Jess bought a horse on on uh, Sunday and I know leading into the, the the gold crown, you're going to be equally as excited uh, and hopeful mm-hmm. and anticipating a great result. Uh, and, and let's face it, out of all the horses that went through the sales and all the horses that raced in the heats, we're down to the top, what, 12, including Emergencies. Uh, it's not a big, it's not a big uh, dance floor, is it, really, when you consider how many horses start out with hopes, gets down to 12, 10 will face the starter. Um, but good luck to those that have made it. We, we saw the, the barrier draw take place last night
1: for the, for the Gold Crown and the Gold TR. Um, what's your reflections on that, Jess?
2: Yeah, I think it definitely opened things up. Mm. A lot in both of them. I know Ricky Auchin's too, which we've seen perform quite well here at Menangle taking out classic races. The draw hasn't been kind to them at all, but I think it's definitely opened up for a few of the regional chances.
1: I spoke to Rick yesterday and he just said, yep, I've got a couple of good ones there, but the draw is going to be crucial. And I think you're right. It's funny, we're standing in the studio and the and the, the memoirs of uh, the Breeders' Challenge series barrier draw are still... Sitting not far from us, and I, I still have this vivid memory of Ricky standing at the door, and mm. he got dudded on that barrier <laughs> draw as well, and and just seeing him go. Oh no! It was almost like he knew what was coming. <laughs> he was but like, he's
0: got horses good, uh, and I know you know it's yeah. so, easy for me to say. His two horses that are in the, uh, each of them they're good enough to overcome these draws. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're going to no get a barrier draw is only
2: where you start from. Yeah. We're going
0: to have
1: Ricky on the line shortly. We'll, we'll awesome. get his reflections on it. Um There was some good racing yesterday, Fred. Hey. The, the big stout was Windy Hill Tara uh,
0: taking down Major Delight.
1: Well, I guess Major Delight was books. going to be
0: vulnerable first yeah. up start for several you. months. Um, I, I th- but then I st- start to wonder, and I wondered yesterday, whether there's been a little underestimation of the ability of Windy Hill Tara. was very, very good in the oaks, has really matured into a terrific race, filly, and, uh, you know, Obviously, you'll see a better major delight on Saturday in, in the uh, in the bracelet final. But, gee, Windy Hill Tara doing everything right.
2: I couldn't believe the price that Windy Hill Tara yeah. did go around at, given the fact that she just won the Oats last well, that'd start. Be
0: the yeah, she went money around at five fifty. Yeah. Major
2: delight was a to- dollar ten, but yeah. you managed to find Windy Hill Tara.
0: <laughs> well, well done. I, mean,
1: I said I I spoke to Jim McConney. The other day for the, for the Australian Female Drivers Championships, I spoke to Amanda Turnbull as yes. well, and I said to Amanda, right, one of the questions that, that the organisers wanted was, what's your, your, your biggest win? And Amanda actually nominated Windy Hill Tara in the Oaks. Wow. You know, for such a decorated career, it's this recent, and, you know, in some ways you could put it down to a bit of recency bias, maybe, but it shows what that meant to her and how much she, you know, she believes in Windy Hill Tara. But also she had a little value flourish of, of the whip too. That's now right. you don't
0: see a man; they no. get too animated, yeah. and that again that illustrates just what that win meant. Her driving for for Stu just yeah. a just a moment, uh, and you know um, that's that just shows. I'm not surprised she said that, just given her reaction, because you don't you just don't see a man to show that kind of emotion.
1: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, the, the fields are, are elite. Yes, absolutely. What a treat for the for the crew there at Bathurst uh, to be able to to, um, to have our big guns there in town. I've got, obviously, we've got some of the Victorians who do so well there. Um, but i tell you what, one man who is going to be there, uh, defending champion of the gold crown. G'day, Ricky Alchin. How are you, Paul? Jason Fred. G'day, Hi, Rick.
2: Hey, Ricky.
1: Mate, how excited are eh? you, you? I mean, you, you had such a good carnival last year there in Bathurst, but to be going back with two elite chances... Uh, again, must be super exciting.
3: Yeah, it is. I mean, the the whole build-up for these big races uh, is good, but I think, you know, the biggest thing is actually qualifying for the finals. So once, once you get the heats out of the way and you actually do get them into the finals, well, then, you know, it's actually sort of a relief, but then you've got the pressure of the, the final 10 days to, to have them cherry ripe. The, the
1: barrier draw was not kind to you last night,
3: mate. No, it wasn't, but... Rarely is it. I mean, it's just fortunate. It's <laughs> uh, just the luck of a draw, sorry. But, yeah, I mean, no, I would have preferred front line draws with both of them, but um, like I think somebody did say earlier, they are good enough to overcome it. It's just going to be a matter of, you know, where they land and what the tempo is and, and yeah, where, where the other chances are.
2: Last year you won with the gold bracelet with Soho Rhapsody and then you also won the gold crown with Tardelli. Interestingly enough, both those clients of yours, the La family, and also Robert Watson own both of the horses that you've got in the finals this year. That must be a really proud moment for you.
3: Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I can't thank them enough for trusting me with their horses, and they do have well-bred horses. Um, they go to the better stallions. They, they've got good mares and, you know, um, it's not the be-all, end-all, but it, it does help um you know, get get quality horses in your barn when you've got clients like that sending them to you and trusting you with them.
0: With regard Soho Spectre, Rick, you know, from the draw, do you have a preconceived plan on where you, when, when and where you might make a move, or will you just let the marbles unfold in the first uh, 200, 300, 400 metres and sum it up then? And is the horse genuinely good enough to do a lot of work in his races and then finish them off?
3: Um, look, Fred, I think he's a quality horse. Um, I've said to people, you know, have asked me about at least two horses and um, just with babies, like sometimes you get natural two-year-olds that, um, you know, they come out all guns blazing and they, they win their their early races just on manners and good gaiters um, and then other horses sort of catch up to them, but I do believe these two horses and, and both of them, um, one's a Philly, obviously, one's a Colt, but You know, he's a genuine sort of derby horse. Like we had Muscle Factory and horses like that come through the stable and this horse does match it up with them. Um, So, you know, I think having Timmy Richter drawn inside the second line is, um, you know, probably a good thing for us. If he'd had a drawn the front and got a bit of a head start on us, it probably would have made it a little bit more interesting, although it's not a two-horse race. um, I do feel he is my biggest danger. How do
1: you reflect on last year, mate? I, I, I still have this vivid memory of you, and, and I think it was on Soho Rhapsody, just the the, the big joy on your face as you, as you realised you won. I mean, in some – I know you didn't see it as a turn-up, but the punters certainly did saw it as a, as a turn-up uh, for the books, given the price that Soho went around at. Um, it, thinking back on that carnival 12 months ago and then – a reflection on what this carnival means The Bathurst Gold Crown
3: um, Yeah, I mean Last year, you know, the stars aligned That night, but I think even with Soho Rhapsody in the heats On the Monday, she From memory Trent's second to just hope But the sectionals were like by far the quickest um, Out of any of the heats. So, you know, we, we knew we had her You know, as good as we could get her And, you know, she lobbed well in the run And the speed was on and yeah, she, she's got a really good turn of foot and she's always been underrated. And, you know, don't be surprised if she does win a, another nice mare's race um, in coming seasons because she, she's a quality filly. But and then Tardelli will, you know, um, I think it's a relief when you you do have a horse that you like in your stable and um, they actually do come out and, you know, and prove to you that they are good. And that's what that horse done and he done it for the whole season. So, yeah, it was a great great Bathurst Carnival and we're looking forward to doing it again
0: We mentioned uh, the Laspina family and our and, and uh, Laspina great clients, they've been clients of yours for a long long time and and as Jess mentioned you're also training uh, for, for Robert Watson with Soho Spectre but in terms of the Laspina connection it goes back a fair way Rick
3: Yeah it does and the, you know they, they've been so good to me um, It's probably we're in our fifth Fifth or sixth year now. Right. Uh, training for Alf and Rosario, and you would not get more passionate owners. They're not just in it for the money. They're they're in it for the for the love of racing and the love of the horse. And their the big thing is young horses. They they love being in the young um, juvenile races, and you know they they want the best. And I think the key to it is move there. And Alf actually said to me when. I first started training for him, he said, we, we want nice horses, we don't want average horses, um, and I've kept that, you know, as the memory, and I try and move, move the ones on that aren't quite good enough, or when we think they hit their mark, and um, we have been lucky enough to have some nice horses from
1: them. This Bathurst Carnival, mate, just feels like it's, it's a real destination event now, that I think... Danny told us last week we're in about our 37th year of the Bathurst Gold Crown. It feels like it's just getting better and better, but the quality is is incredible. But we see everyone seemingly putting it in the diary at a pretty early stage um, because it, it holds such value and prestige uh, to anyone in the industry, really.
3: Yeah, it's been a great carnival for a long time and, um, you know, hats off to the Bathurst Club. They, they do it right, like... Um you know, they have a ball, they have a Calcutta, you know, Menengel has a Miracle Mile without a Calcutta like. Um, I think they do try and I think it, it shows, um, you know, that the, the support they get. Uh, I've seen something on Facebook today. There's been a, a front yard in Bathurst has been decked out with the gold crown. There's a couple of little statues with colours and rugs on like the, the whole community seems to get behind it, and it's great for racing, and, and it's good to, to be on show.
0: One thing I noticed last year, I think for memory, there was an issue. In, I think there was a clash of football. The NRL was being played up at at Bath at the same time. Yeah. That's not happening this time round, and and maybe for the first time, Rick, we're probably right away from the, the spectre, pardon the pun with your horse, the spectre of uh, COVID. Uh, it, it's really enabled, I, I know a lot of people have travelled from interstate uh, just to be sp- spectators at the carnival and be part of it that way. Do you think that's sort of another reason why uh, this year seems to be a lot more chit-chat locally about uh, about the, the Crown?
3: Yeah, probably, Fred. Um, you know, the restrictions open up, but but also, going back pre-COVID, like I remember, you know, my pop, um, he he would go to Bathurst Carnival every year, him, Billy Trembar, John O'Sullivan, um, there was always just a big crew of people, I know David Kennedy and Laurie Kennedy, who, who sadly passed away, that was David's father, they used to go every year, they'd take their caravans and, you know, they'd take their horses, even if their horses weren't good enough, they'd, they'd go for the week um, and make the most of it, I think, you know now that we're out of COVID um it goes back or uh, well, starting to get back to that like I know the um the Newcastle trainers and that they go down or come down to Bathurst and they they make a week of it and I think that's what it's all about um and that's the whole build up with the carnival well
1: mate you won it last year yeah I know that you're telling us you're going to win it again this year but enjoy it while it lasts because Jess bought a horse on the weekend
3: I don't think I'd said I would win it this year. I never get that confident. But I know I've got two nice horses.
1: <laughs> what, well, I, like what, I, what I am saying is, uh, beware. Jess wants to win it. <laughs> next. Jay, Jay Watkins <laughs> has been in <laughs> markets. She's bought a horse, and uh, your time is coming to an end, our Elchon. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> one thing that is for sure: if you not, if you don't buy one, you won't win it. That's, that's, you will that's not a good win point. So good point.
1: <laughs> Very good. Maybe you two should collude. Eh? He's, a, he's
3: got, got, got proven got, form there. You've that's got the horse. Is. Yes, yeah. yeah, just standing here and I'll train her for her. I've been trying to get her other horse for <laughs> years now. Trying, don't I'm get him started it right. on yeah. this. Uh, probably
0: <laughs> M-, M M Watkins has got something to say about yeah. that.
3: <laughs> yes, yes. Oh uh, Mick would have mine. He doesn't like work
0: that much anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Dad, did you get involved
1: in the sales mode? I know that I know that you were in a state um, last weekend. Um, obviously we had sales here at here at um, in Sydney, sales in Bathurst, did you get involved?
3: Yeah, look, we, we've ended up with a few nice horses from the sale so far. Um, yeah, I think we ended up with nine from Sydney sales. Um, I sold one um, that I bred at the Gold Coast sale last weekend. And, yeah, we'll probably be active again at the Melbourne sale. It's a thing that I do believe that if you you don't have that fresh crop of young ones coming through each year you sort of get left behind because not every year you're going to have a good year
0: you've got a good eye rick for for horse flesh and we know you're you know well renowned as being uh, you know a, a, a master educator and i know uh, lately you know Ricky hunter's been doing a lot of that work for you as well um, but but i mean when you're at the sales are you just looking at horses based on their conformation, uh, their appearance? Obviously, their breeding. But but is it just your? Is it a horse that catches your eye that you, you sort of say, "Yeah, I want to. I want to know about more about this horse." Or or uh, is it more the, the the breeding and 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 the lines?
3: Yeah, look, I am big on the breeding and the lines, Fred. Um, also, I think a lot. I know luck has a lot to do with it. <laughs> I mean, you can you can buy the be- best bred horse yeah. and the best type of the but that's sale, where your eye comes
0: mean. in, Rick, isn't it? That, that's yeah,
3: you, it you, does. Yeah. I mean, early days when I used to do the run-up sale, I think, um, and it's probably you know what got me a little bit ahead financially um, was to probably buy a good type of a horse, um, break it in, and get it up and going, and sell it, move it on. I did have a fair bit of luck early days doing that, just by trying to pick pick a good tyre. But yeah, also now you know we've got, like we said, the Laspinas and Robert Watson, and not only them, we've got a a really good crew of owners. A guy in Perth called Peter Hayes. They they breed to the better horses, and they've got good mares, and I do think that helps.
1: Yeah. Well, mate, we wish you every ounce of luck this weekend. Uh, We'll be live on air with the trackside coverage. Freddie will be calling and I'll be there um, anchoring the coverage for Sky Racing Active. Uh, Really hope that we get a chance to talk to you after more Group 1 success, mate.
3: Yeah, look, you know, it's um, it's just nice to be part of these races. That's what we want to be part of. So there's plenty of other people that are in it as well and wish everyone the best of luck and safe racing and hopefully we can have a bit of luck. And uh, we've
1: had your brother on the show, and he, he's talked about how good he's going. It'd be nice to get one up on him too, wouldn't it, on Jared.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Jared does a great job as well, but he hasn't got anything there this year. They, they don't usually target artists, whereas um, I do, so I'm sure his babies will start to step out soon.
1: Set him up for a nice little drive-by there and he refused to fire a bullet at his brother. <laughs> <laughs> he, he refused to buy in, guys. They're a very close there family, Paul. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. close family. I would have thought there was the great opportunity for Ricky there. No, he's not that a little kind show. of guy. No. no. <laughs> well, mate, good luck. Thanks for giving up your time and uh, we'll see you out the track uh, this afternoon. No worries, thank you. Good on mate.
2: Good
1: luck, Ricky. All right. Uh, he's, uh, he's got a good crop, hasn't he? Look, I, I, I'd like to be going into you know, a race night like what we're going to have this Saturday night with Soho Specter and
2: Doesn't he What And even just the past month here at Menangle, we've yeah. seen Turner take out the pink bonnet, Soho Specter. He's just had a, ph- non- a phenomenal month, and hopefully that can continue this Saturday.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you, if you, if you could say, I want a horse in each of the Group 1s, and you had the chance to take Turner and Soho Specter, some sort of cold cutter. Then, uh, but look, on what I've seen... I think you'd be happy if I've you seen, those two Yeah,
0: absolutely. And, and look, the draws, the draws aren't kind. Um, the, 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 I think, as he, as Rick alluded there, with Soho Spectre's race, uh, with Timmy Richter drawing... Same line. It, it makes his task probably a little easy because where he's positioned on the outside, there he's going to be able to to make a move when he wants. Whereas, you know, Timmy's going to need a little bit of luck here and there to you know get get runs. He's got to try and hold leaders back uh, if the one can hold, and then hope nothing comes around and bury him, or he's got to get off early. So, I, I th- yeah, I, I'm happy to. If I was if I was picking two horses, I'd be sticking Lux, Lux Eterna, uh, from the Latin meaning eternal light and Soho Spectre. Uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in the boys I, I like them
2: Yeah in the boys for me I have to stick with Timmy Richter there I was really impressed With his heat win And I think he's got But the he'll class. need luck Do you think? I, yeah definitely From that draw Being yeah. in, inside of the second row He definitely still needs luck But I thought he was Very classy in that heat win
1: Well Good thing is it's, We're going to see it play out in, Right in front of us Because we're going to We're going to be very fortunate At front row seats Best seats in the house Yeah <laughs> Absolutely So, best thing you saw this week, Jess?
2: Best thing I saw was last night there was a social media post being shared around from Casey Williams at Bathurst and yesterday at the trots it was the All Abilities Race Day and quite a few of our leading participants, Nathan Turnbull, David Moran, Cam Hart, Phoebe Betch, just to name a few, they headed out and met a few of their clients and the smiles on their faces in that photo, as you could tell, it just meant the world to them and Made them very happy, so well done to all involved. Just another reason of why we've got the best participants of any sporting code in the world.
0: Fantastic. Freddie? Similar theme in some respects, uh, just the the joy and elation. On uh, Saturday, we had the Go Girlfriend final, and Sarah Rushbrook, who trains two horses at the moment, um, had a a horse drawn in the final, a, a mare drawn in the final, Adrenaline Rush. Third on the home turn dropped out, was beaten a fair way, but I spoke to Sarah before the race and the jubilation that she'd made the final and the excitement having her, I think she said it was her third drive ever on the Menangle track uh, and just the excitement and and she was so ebullient and, and happy to be here and it just makes you realise not everyone is going to have a horse that can run 150, um, not everyone's going to have a, a group one winner, but for those that make the sport tick, and that's the the, the trainers uh, that have got small stables, and you see them come here to the big smoke and be part of it, that was probably the best thing I saw for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, which it's just those stories of what yeah hmm. happens off the track, you know that yeah
1: it's the it it's the add-on to what we see on the racing product, It's sort of sky racing, yep. you know, or if you hear it, it's. It's the story behind the story. I think everyone's which got a story. Everyone, about, yeah.
0: everyone has a story, and yeah. I know you un- you uncover a lot of them yeah. through what you do and you with your social media stuff, Jess. It's everyone that is here today has a story. Yeah. And last week you unearthed a little bit of the Colin Watt story, and 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 so it goes. But to hear Sarah's story, and 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 that would be replicated across the board with so many of the participants that were here. On Saturday last, and and, and at any racetrack,
1: yeah, and, we, and and that's why I think it's important, you know, if someone gets their first winner
0: or yeah. you know what like, that
1: means to someone, celebrate you know, those it, achievements. You know, I, I don't, I think most of our participants, the joy of winning doesn't ever disappear, but it, it's human nature that it, I guess, dilutes somewhat. Mm. It can be a little bit passe if you're getting, you know, I'm sure Steve Turnbull's four thousand winners at some point. Some mean more than others. (laughs) Eventually, you know what I mean? So whereas the people who are not enjoying those spoils so regularly, it must be just such a massive like sort of endorphin in their life. Funnily
0: enough, you, you said that about Steve, and I'm I'm not sort of, you know, saying that this is the case with Steve, but you often find what you just said there, sometimes the counter to that is and you hear, for example, footballers or tennis players. They win their first major or they win their first grand final and yeah, you know, but but the second one or the third one means more to them because they appreciate how hard they are to get. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure, you know, notching up your first win's special and you'll never forget it. Notching up your 100th is special. Notching up your 337th is equally a special because you realise after all those wins, even though you might be the top of your tree and you might have a big stable still you still got to win them yeah so right. I, you know I, I think it's important that we celebrate all the milestones and all the uh, all the the happy moments because in racing unfortunately as we all know the, the they're not always happy oh, endings That's exactly right. hey speaking of steve temple what about the sensationally
1: named mr 4000 fantastic <laughs> isn't it fantastic
2: <laughs> i think there would be a bigger eruption of the crowd in cheers if he was to salute on saturday yeah, night, saturday yeah. night. Yep. yeah
1: yeah just a, just a fantastic... Like, for me, like, having been there with Steve yeah. and we put a camera on him when we thought he was going to get the 4,000 that yeah, night yeah, and yeah. then being there to give, you know, for the presentation to him and that, like, to see that that journey come along. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's really, really cool. Uh, all right, so this
0: week, guys, um, as we said, Bathurst is a, is a huge deal for us, but seven races this afternoon I'm in Menangle Freddie. Seven races, seven winners, and uh, an even sort of card, the back end... Pretty strong, so you might be able to play the quaddy and get a result.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Junie tonight, Bathurst Wednesday, Tamworth and Penrith on Thursday. Um, huge, huge day on Friday, and an unusual one because Menangle moves to to Friday, and yeah. takes the Friday spot. Uh, so Young, Newcastle, and Menangle on Friday. Bathurst, as we said, is on Saturday. Bankstown is on Monday. Busy for you. You're gonna? Are you calling Bankstown? Yeah, I'll be Bankstown. So you've got. So, I got so
0: you've today, got Today at yeah, Then Penra Thursday.
2: Penra Thursday. Penra
0: Thursday. Menangle Friday. Bathurst Saturday. Bathurst Saturday with about a, a two o'clock get home. Oh. <laughs> um, and then uh, Sunday That's on the pace um, at 10.30. So a bit of prep for that. And then Bankstown and then back here for back the here. podcast. And Jeez, he's going to be a shell of a man he when we see him next Tuesday. Tuesday. I wonder a yeah. bloke has a drink. Don't
2: <laughs> upset him. <laughs> <Yeah. Jeez. laughs>
0: I'll yeah. be having more than a drink
1: yeah. come next but, Wednesday. Um, yeah, so Saturday night is, uh, is gold crown, yeah. Bathurst. Gold crown. It's going to be fantastic. Freddie's going to be there calling, uh, Amanda Rando and myself and Brandon Cranberg uh, will be be uh, putting Huddling. together the Sky Racing Active coverage, we'll have BK out on track, Amanda and I, Amanda will be running the form, we'll have drivers and that, so Sky Racing Active, tune in for that, it's, uh, yeah, we, we love doing those coverages and we're going to be trackside and it, it should be good, hopefully the weather gods are good to us, Fred, and... Yeah, there's
0: talk of rain in Sydney, a little bit of rain, hopefully it won't uh, reach that far out, but it's it's such a big night there, there yeah. at Bathurst, the crowd... Uh, and the, it, it's atmosphere exactly. it is country racing at it's best that, that night, it's really one of the pinnacles of racing in this state for yep. mine it's going to be fantastic All right, Black Bookers, yeah. she's back can I have an applause please? she's
1: <laughs> back <laughs> I'm back
2: huh? it has taken What's, a what do you got for us? It took a very long time to get back into the winner's circle, but Lacey's lad from Newcastle last Friday night for Mark Callaghan It hit the line strongly after being held up on the fence and should be thereabouts in the next few runs.
0: All right. I'm going to go... Well, my uh, Black Booker from last week's actually racing this Thursday, Clement Sorrell, but um, I'm going to suggest you keep a watch out for Unfazed. I thought it was a good run on... uh, on Saturday in the race won by double act. And I spoke very briefly to trainer Charlie Policina and he he said he's he's a horse that can do a few things wrong, which we saw the week before, but he's just sort of switching on a bit better now and uh, we we might see uh, an improved run from unfazed next time it steps out. Wasn't she chirpy? Oh, the text right. messages were flying. My phone was going off. <laughs> I was trying to watch Mary at first sight. My black book <laughs> <are> one <My laughs> I couldn't concentrate
2: on on all the I'm emojis coming in. I was uh, just uh. relieved to have broken the drought. I don't think I'd ticked one all year. Oh, it's <laughs> good.
1: It's good. hopefully some hopefully some of our listeners got on and uh, and you in, Jess Round and hopefully last winner. Exactly hopefully right. it's the start of a good run for you too. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, uh, Fantasy Harness Racing, we're up to round 11. I know. Round 11. So we're nearly halfway through the I'm comp. I'm into the top 100. Well done. Well done, yeah. mate. That's good. I'm 97th, I think. That's I think good. I'm
2: pushing the low 600s. I think this is a real worse. game
1: changer of a, of a week, I think, because mm. you got got uh, triple triple points on the two group ones at Bathurst. you got double points on the other two group twos. So we've seen those those bonus points really shake up things and strategically. but. What we, we talked about in the Fancy Harness Racing podcast yesterday, because we've got Menangle on a Friday night, we'll, we'll wait to see the fields, but the impact on Newcastle, um, you know, we see Robbie and Josh and Jack Callaghan and those guys go and do so well in Newcastle. Absolutely. Well, they're going to be here. So that's going to bring your Blake Hughes, your Grace Pinellas, those guys into play. Young's on at the same time. So we're going to see your Jackson Paintings, Blake Jones, Blake McAuliffe, those guys. And then Western, because um because bathurst racing wednesday night as well Mm. and the travel well we we think we're going to see probably we think robbie's nominated there but we're going to see more of the western drivers be prominent so we think the share of points is going to open up to a whole heap of different people so it's i think it's a really exciting week for fancy harness racing so it's a hard week it Uh, it is for the the reasons you've outlined yeah and that's good you know that 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 should ideally really see that leaderboard start to pack up and make it make it super competitive. Uh, Jess Team Teal is uh, is doing wonderful things. Like if it's just finished up for the year, I know that I just checked in with the tally, which includes all the clubs. Uh, just under around $54,000. That's wow. incredible, in isn't New it? South Wales. That is amazing, yeah, that's, just that's from our fantastic. state
2: alone. Yeah. Well done to all the female trainers and drivers here. I think New South Wales really leads the way yep. in that aspect with donating for the trainer wins as well, and that's reflecting in the amount the that was total. raised. Yeah, and,
1: and so, awesome. Menangal's been... A Contributed to that as well. Yeah, we have.
2: Time. We raised seven thousand alone from the training and driving winds of females at yep. our track here. So yeah, oh,
1: fantastic, exciting. fantastic. So as I said, uh, have a look out for the Sky Racing Active coverage on on. Saturday night. Looking forward to seeing you at Bathurst, Freddie. I'm sure the locals are. As we said last week, Danny's got the ticket tape parade and the open top bus tour
0: for you. And, and the red, oh, carpet yep, red, red carpet rolled out. Oh, really? To go. Oh, okay. Yes. Well I yep. didn't know that Welcome I, to Bathurst, that? Fred well, Hastings. Jeez. Oh, yep.
1: You're gonna be
2: a celebrity and yeah. bring the shark to decide some autographs.
1: Yeah. Autographs. yeah. yeah. Billboards, okay. yep. It'll be like Peter Brock's I say who time. will I say who will I
0: make this? Do you want an autograph? Yeah. Can you make it out to <laughs>
1: yeah, no. Yeah, no, <laughs> should be should <laughs> be fantastic. Uh, plenty of good racing, um, really cool week ahead. Can't wait to reflect on it again next Tuesday, guys. Yeah, absolutely. See you then to all our listeners. Thanks for, thanks for giving us your time, uh, no matter where you're listening. If you do like the show, feel free to give us a positive, uh, positive review, like, share, tell everyone about it. Let's spread the word about harness racing. And to people on the live stream, thanks for tuning in. We will catch you again next week on The Sprint Lane. Bye-bye.